All right, guys, welcome to the first official episode of Man in the Milf. I am Carmen, the one half of Man in the Milf. I guess we're, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Can we redo this? Cause we can redo it. Where do you practice run? Practice run. <laughs> um, oh. But I think today's main episode is going to be a little bit of introductions. We might hit on a topic just depending on how... How much? much like to talk about ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> How in love we are with our voices. And uh, yeah, so I'll go first. Again, my name is Carmen. I am the mother of two beautiful girls and my fur baby. I forgot to mention her in the practice run the first time. And I am the oldest of seven kids. It's a lot of kids. Right? A lot That's of Christmas lot. presents, a lot of birthdays, That's a lot of sex practice. A- lot of responsibility <laughs> um but how old is the youngest uh my brother is 17 i believe Dang. it's a lot to keep track of my brother is 17 i am actually we discussed this a woman never reveals her true age so exactly we'll exactly. leave that up to the imagination you can listen it through her voice <laughs> The um, maturity, the adultness, the motherly <laughs> love. <laughs> the smooth sultriness of my voice is what I prefer. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much to tell. I'm loud, opinionated, obnoxious. I love to eat. I love to drink. I love to have a good time. I've found this newfound passion in cooking and feeding random people with my food. Like, here, taste this. Does this taste good? I don't think it's like eating. I think it's more of like... I want to share the love. Yeah, that's it. definitely been one of my bigger accomplishments during this pandemic is knowing that my love language is having people over and just either feeding them or just hanging out or just making them a little drink, gin and tonic. <laughs> yep, exactly. Drinking, having a good time, just having that love there for exactly. sure. So what about you, Finio? Well, what a- um, again, my name is Alfino. I am the man out of the podcast. I am 29 and I am a Gemini. Mm. So you know what they say about Geminis. You got two sides. So whatever man is out there who is trying to find me, just... I'm I didn't know this was <laughs> Christian Mingle here. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a Match.com ad. <laughs> But Not go sponsored. ahead. Go right ahead. Tell me more. I'm just saying, like, I'm a Gemini, so I'm just two people in one. Like, one moment I could be super happy, and the next one I could be super pissed. But you better not do that on this show. Hey, um, anything could happen. Uh. You know, when it comes to the time of the month for a Latina, I'm be like, let me get into my box. Into <laughs> well, my you don't have to worry about that for me, because I don't have a time of the month, so. <laughs> it's every day. Um I am also, I come from a big, I guess, sibling. I have, I'm the oldest out of six. Um, two boys, three girls. Um, I want to say we all, we all love each other, but we don't, definitely don't keep in contact with each other. But um, family is very, I'd like to think family is very important to me. I am very close with my immediate family, like my mom, my brothers, and a sister. Um, I like to love, I love to live life. I love to dance. And just like Carmen, I love to eat. <laughs> I love to try new stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am very, I'm picky when it comes to stuff. Like I don't like mushrooms or tomatoes, but I feel that if I want to try something, then let me go ahead and try it. I feel like that's why I would love to travel more. Traveling will be just very big 
going, especially going like towards Maine, Maryland, watching these like over there near what is it, the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Just because I want to try new seafood stuff. If you were given a place to live, like if there's, if somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, here's a ticket, one way, where are you gonna go?" Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Because I would love to live somewhere like near water, but no, scratch that. You know, I didn't even have to think about this. It only took two seconds. Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. So you're telling me that if somebody handed you a ticket to go anywhere in the world, you would choose Nashville, Tennessee. Like, are we saying like to live for the rest of your life? Yes. Or just to travel? No, to oh, live. Nashville, Tennessee. Out of... Out of everywhere. Out everywhere of, in this world. Yeah. You would stay in the United States of America. I, I would. I mean, that is my first choice because I, I love Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Nashville is just home to music itself, not just specifically to country music. Like, it's very broad to rap, country, indie, rock and roll. So you're soul. saying you'd say they're solely for the music purposes of it? Right. Only because I love music. But, I mean, there's other places in the world. There is, but it's just... Something's different about Nashville than it is about everywhere else. So given the opportunity to leave the United States of America, you're telling me that you would stay here forever? Yeah. Ah, you, you made your bed, now you have to lay yeah, in it, I sir. Because, I mean, I guess in a sense of a case, I've never been outside of America. But this would be a perfect opportunity to go see outside of your comfort zone. Right, but I mean, if that was only solely just for traveling, if I was, if you were to hand me a, a round trip ticket to go anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. then that'll be a different story. If you're telling me you're gonna give me a one way ticket mm-hmm. and you're gonna provide me the a house when uh, furnished and everything, mm-hmm. definitely Nashville, Tennessee. If I was going to, to do a round trip, it definitely would be to Greece, and that way I can backpack to, up towards Paris, Rome. I want to see the queen. So before she before she just comes to the throne herself, <laughs> I want to see Queen Elizabeth. So if you were giving me a round trip to go anywhere on the world, Greece, Greece, because when you look at pictures of Greece, the water is so so amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And that way, and then if you're giving me like a, like for me to figure out how long I want to do it for, then I definitely would probably do it for a month. That way I can do backpacking. I can see Paris. I can see Rome. I can try the, the food. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the fact that you're choosing Tennessee. As, <laughs> as, as, as like a forever home. As a forever home. There are so many beautiful places in the world and yet you choose to stay in the United States yeah. of America where the constitution is trash. The people are trash. Like we live in a freaking systemically racist society and you choose to stay here. But everywhere you go, you're going to see people. Uh, People's going to have a difference. Not everybody's going to have the same opinion. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, everywhere in the world, there's a Karen. There's a Kevin (laughs) and there's a Karen. I agree. But when you compare the direction the United States is going versus everywhere else in the country, let's take, for example, maternity leave. Oh, you have to fight tooth and nail to get up to eight weeks off. Eight weeks off. A two-month-old. Really? A two-month-old. Yeah. At eight weeks, they expect Where you back you working. working? <laughs> I work for a good company. They at least give them three. Oh. Maybe things change. Three months, not three but weeks. But you go overseas, and they give the mothers up to a year. Oh. Sometimes even a year and a half for maternity leave, and they don't expect them to come back. 
Now, why do you think that happens, though? What, I, is it more of, because I know that other places, um, was New Zealand has mm-hmm. universal health care. Mm-hmm. We don't have universal health Yes, we want to implement it into the right. law and everything, but we don't have it. And I, I understand why. I'm like, you know how much more ta- money and taxes I'm going to have to pay? And, and like, even people, like, even now with, the, with COVID, people don't want to go back to work. Mm-hmm. I, like, you're lazy. Like, my mom was telling me about a story about some man um, who owns a business who just needs a receptionist, somebody to answer the phone and to input data. Mm-hmm. He's gotten so many applications. And when he calls it, calls one of these applicants, they go, like, oh, no need. I was just calling because I needed for unemployment. So you mean to tell me that you rather just continue to get your unemployment as we're going through this pandemic instead of finding a job? So you knowing all of this, knowing how people think in the United States of America still choose to live, live here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are loyal to a fault, <laughs> sir. You are loyal. Okay, well, let's, let's spin this around. I know we'll get back to the topic where it comes to maternity leave uh-huh. with going How from, other countries going run. from eight weeks to... Uh-huh. A year, but let's right. go. If you had a one-way ticket mm-hmm. for you, your girls, and your fur baby, mm-hmm. where would I'm not taking my babies. I'm just kidding. I'll, of course, <laughs> I'll take them. Italy, hands down. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, why? I have, first of all, everything is fresh over there. There's no preservatives. There's no well, you know how much GMO. Lose? Exactly. My Everybody walks everywhere. My love for wine, good food. It's pretty much... I w- yeah, I, kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily home, but it's everything that I, I love in one place. Right. Good quality food. The good, poem. great quality. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I want to go to Italy is because of the Pope. No. You know, good wine, good food, good ambiance. Like, it's just, that's it for me, is Italy. And then I have the opportunity to travel throughout the rest of Europe. Right. So it's not it's not just like Italy's home. It's like okay, I get to see everything. You live in the United States. No, I'm sorry. Vancouver. I'm sorry. No, no, no. If you go to Alaska, you can just hit scop and jump. No, the older show. I get, the more I realize how sheltered my look on the United States is. Right. Like you hear, oh, it's the greatest country in the world. No, it's not. It's trash. We're like 27 in education. Well, it, I mean, it is it, not only that, education, the way that we treat, you know, people of color, the way that we glorify, athletes. exactly, glorify athletes. Athletes make more than teachers. And it what, shouldn't what, be what, that right. it, it shouldn't, because what are athletes teaching kids? Besides the sex scandals and the drug scandals and, you know, getting away with this and getting away with that. Right. Like, you have people that are shaping the minds of our kids, the, the future of our kids, getting paid literal trash. Right. Having them pay for things out of their pocket just to make sure that the kid needs everything. Grabs the attention. It's super weird because I was actually, um, I was watching Hulu. There was an episode, like, a commercial for teachers and they, she was coming in with a box of stuff to just like turn her classroom into a whole solar system. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because that's not money the school's giving her. Right. That's money out of her pocket. Right. And they make what, $32,000 a year? Mm-hmm. I used to make $32,000 a year. That was $14, made fourteen fifty an hour. Right. And there's, I mean, their sick time is probably trash. That's what I'm in. Their sick time is basura. Their and you have these athletes, which, you know. Who don't even work year round. Case they, in point, Patrick Mahomes. How much right. was he getting? How much is he getting paid Just, I, to literally be a local celebrity? Right. 
a local. And, you know, I don't fault him. Good. Make your money. Kudos to you. Right. But that's where the system fails us is that we pay a person like Patrick Mahomes millions of dollars. It's, isn't it billions, though? Didn't he get like a. Was it millions or billions? I, I look like the type of person who keeps up with sports. I just know he gets paid a ton of money to play right. for the Chiefs for the next 10 years. Right. And I mean, I wish I liked him enough to like be able to showcase how happy I was for Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, yes, he, he got all that money. He decided to buy to um, combine himself with the Chiefs um, organization and then go to the Royals organization. But... Again, yeah, that is a lot of money. And then he decided he wanted to cut some of his money. But I definitely understand, like, teachers definitely should be getting paid way more than they are now. Mm-hmm. They And they work, I mean, they work year-round is how I look at it. Like, their job never ends. Exactly. And exactly, for sure. And so, again, still stuck on the fact that you want to stay in the good old U.S. of A. Given the opportunity to literally go anywhere in the world and you want to stay in Tennessee. I mean, Why? Because like, you're the only 10 I see? <laughs> <laughs> I just look, I don't know. It's like, as growing up as a person who was in love with music, who wanted to record music and things like that, it just like it, it just became somewhere just to be fascinated with. And then as, I mean, I've been there, so I've seen how nice it looks, how the space is just so beautiful. And being able, I don't know, just being able but to. But visiting see, and living there is two, two different, different things. things. It's it two different things. Definitely. I mean, if, if I It's in of, the South, honey. Like, <laughs> it don't get, no, like, it don't get more super, races than the South. Like, Are you ready weird. for that? <laughs> like, I want to see a tornado. Like, I want like, to always be like a, a storm chaser. So then go out to Bonner Springs during tornado <laughs> season. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just weird as a person. I get that, but, like, you want to see a tornado, honey? We in Kansas. What, what do you think? Tornado, go through a hurricane, you know, see a demolish happen, you know. I'm just, like, it's just super crazy. Like, how So you want to experience natural disasters is what you're telling me. This is why you... Heart. It, okay that's very that's that's noble that's a noble cause like i want to live through natural disasters that's why i want I to mean, stay in if you had a one-way ticket to anywhere in this world where would you go russia <laughs> the cold winters boy <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a couple minutes to really think about what you're saying here okay i okay. would go to um england why england why england what you say i just um british accents are a much of a turn on um i guess it and when you're just on, on the other side it's only about two three hour trip to other locations so like other locations like paris rome greece i mean in that case you can even go down to africa if you wanted to you can take like what a car ride down there it might be like the equivalent of going down to texas from from here but definitely the united kingdom you want the crumpets the crumpets and the tea the the fish tacos the fish and chips going over to the pubs and even like the the slang they have for like different words Mm -hmm. is even better like um like i was watching a tiktok this late this girl had go like we don't have coke here 
Um, they don't have Coke like in places or anything like that. They have just in little bottles at bars. Mm. Like, they don't have them anywhere else. I'm just like, what? So I was like, oh, that's stupid nice. But I just feel like it'll be like environmental things are just different over there. Mm-hmm. And I definitely um, want to, I guess, I don't know, like cause back, in the, back in the day, they had like the fog scare. Remember that? No. I watched it on, um, I, watched, I was watching The Crown. And I don't know if it was just like a chemical that um, was being passing through, but I mean, some people died. But it would definitely be something to experience. I'm telling you, like, it's just super weird. Like, I want So, you want to experience the fog, the same fog that killed people? I didn't say, I mean, <laughs> yes. Do you have like this morbid <laughs> desire to die in some awkwardly weird way? No. Like, I died getting taken by a tornado in the middle of a hurricane while experiencing the fog. <laughs> Because that's really what you're telling me. First, you told me that you want to live no. in Tennessee to experience a tornado and a hurricane. And then you said you want to go to England to experience the fog that the killed queen. people. Uh-huh. You didn't mention the queen I earlier. Didn't the queen. Like, way earlier in the conversation, not when I asked you the second time. Yeah, but I, just, I said <laughs> England, the United Kingdom, just to go there, it's, just, it's different over there. The accents are very different. The language different. I mean, I... I don't feel like England is very much noticeable for their food. Um, no. I think it's more like, I think it's the same as it is here in the United States. It's very much processed. Like they have McDonald's, they have all the stuff. Like Italy, like you said, they no preserves. They, their food is very fresh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. I mean, I would I mean, I could definitely probably see myself move down at a certain time, but. But you're always going to go back to Tennessee. Exactly. <laughs> Tennessee is, you know, it's just a 10 I see. Yeah. That's what happens. Um, my family lives in the United States. I don't. I don't know. Like just being able to move, just be able to move across and just be like forever, forever. Probably not. Right well, I mean, I think we're off to a, a pretty, pretty solid start here. Um, I think we came up with the concept of this podcast to do just what we did earlier is is to talk about a series of topics where no stone is left unturned. It's very much like our saying goes. We're loud, unapologetic, and unfiltered. But don't get me wrong. I don't want to die in a tornado. I want to make that clear. <laughs> I want to experience and see a tornado as a storm chaser. Like how the movie Twister. Yeah. They went and, they went and see You wanted tornado. to see cows fly? I wanted to see. We just, we got cows. Like, yes. I want to be able to, like, I want to, be able to see that, but also be able to understand like who wants to spend hours and hours on the internet learning how a tornado works like the dynamics of all storm chasers do right i mean but i don't want to be an actual storm chaser i just want to experience one i want to be able to see it understand it okay got you check off my list next i definitely want to experience a hurricane uh-huh. Like, I want to be like that person holding on to the pole as I'm, like, being lifted off the ground type of hurricane. Okay, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the water might hurt for five seconds, but Saviske, we're going to be perfectly fine. I'm just, I guess I'm a little taken back that you uh, have this... I mean, I don't want to die. Okay. I don't want to die. If that's, a, if that's what we're supposed to say, I don't want to die. It's I, just a really odd desire is to be in natural disasters for fun. 
to experience them. Because yeah, you never know. Okay, that's a little... Like, I'm not saying, like, I want to be out here, like, get mugged or anything. Cause that's not a natural disaster. Yeah, it's but these just are the way of life. Happen. I mean, I'll be super scared. Mm. Like, Next thing you want to know is that you want to feel the hotness of a freaking molten volcano. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm scared of heights. Okay. I All can't right. be up there. <laughs> so you want to experience a tornado, a hurricane, but not a volcano. All right, yeah, makes sense. Makes total sense. I mean, I'll be okay with the ashes going above me Mm-mm-mm. from the like, from the eruption, but <laughs> these kids are not going to get up I know. She's going to be on the field and go like, bloop. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> Part of that mom life. I've been trying to... My kids are usually pretty good about going to bed, but... We've been recording this podcast, so they're taking advantage of the fact that mom is busy. It's not after them to make sure their ass is in bed. But right. mom ain't gonna be able to, talk, to cradle you. Tonight. <laughs> we'll see how they do in the morning. But let's get back to Italy. I uh-huh. want to hear more because the more you were talking about it, the more I was like, "Damn! Like, can you imagine how skinny I would be? <laughs> like, you having to walk everywhere for one." And then I'm sure they got gyms over there. So I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to say I'll be hella ripped, like six pack, but I th- oh shit, I forgot to call him George. Oh. I'm not thinking about it. My bad. Happy birthday, George. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get a special shout out okay. on our podcast. <laughs> and, uh, because I'm just saying, like, I'll be, I'll be hella fit just looking at it. I don't necessarily feel like I'll lose a ton of weight. I just, I feel like everything over there is fresher. Right. I feel like here it's really hard. You pay extra for the organic stuff, but it's really cheap to get the low quality, low grade stuff, which mm-hmm. is, is baffling to me but that's neither here nor there um but it's it's just the mere fact that you know everybody over there is it's good italian food Mm -hmm. which is like one of my favorite foods by the way right it's good and then you got good wine fresh pasta yeah 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 fresh bread like it's just I feel like it's it's a it's a different uh it'll be a different experience that you won't ever find here ever. You know one thing whenever people talk about bread in Italy, I always think about ratatouille. You know, oh yeah. Like, like, <laughs> but that was France. That was France? That was France. Okay. <laughs> but still it's we're talking about bread. Um was in uh, Oh yeah, that part where she just goes like how how do you know the the bread is fresh? And she goes, it's not the taste, it's not the look, but it's the sound. <laughs> and, it, and it was just like, I don't know. I, that's what I loved about it. Yeah, so if I ever get the opportunity to go one way, I'm definitely taking the ticket and I'm definitely going to Italy. There's no looking back for me, for sure. And yep. <laughs> Finia was texting. He got caught being distracted. I got caught up. She was supposed to be talking. She's supposed to like lengthen it out. Uh-huh. Like, right. Well, yeah. how do you lengthen on something that we've already discussed a few times, though? You take it really slow. The sauce, the tomatoes. <laughs> Welcome back to the quiet store. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, those are that would be my take on it. Is as. I definitely would reach down to Italy, but like I said, I'll do. I feel like I'll just do a backpack, a backpack just throughout Europe mm-hmm. in case. But at the end, I'm back in the United States, back mm-hmm. to gun violence, back to. You're not making a case for yourself I'm here, not. sir. I mean, <laughs> back to gun I violence, can't. back to racisms, back to Karens, back. Processed food. 
Like, I don't, I feel like once you... Um, I was go- born in the wrong location, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I was. Because it's different, I don't know. Like, I love, like, as an adult, you, you go from, you go from being a child, you go from borrowing, getting an allowance. But then once you come into an adult, you go into an adult money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for me, going into adult money, I like to eat. But then I feel that uh, um, the more that I go out to eat, the more that I'm spending money on unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. Because fit, food is only going to last, I guess, for me, 15 to 20 minutes. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm only going to think about that once. But I don't know. It's just, I guess it's different for me. Because I still want to be able, I want to be, like, I, I'm going to reference Ratatouille again, but I want to be like Evo. Where he eats the the ratatouille and he like goes back to his childhood. I had that one time and I can't like. So wait, 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 wait. Let me let me see. Let me make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. You're saying that you would get tired of eating the food, or food should not be the the precipice of wanting to move somewhere. Mm, I think I'm just looking at it as like maybe. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know. I can't even explain it. Because <laughs> you're not you're not making sense. Because it's super, because I feel like I am a foodie. Right. I'm a foodie for sure. Anybody who knows yeah. me knows I'm a foodie. Like, I feel like I'm a foodie. I feel like I like to try new things. Uh-huh. And I guess where I was coming from is that going... Now I just lost where I was, like, where I was going with it because I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a good way to explain what I was trying to say where I was going like with money and food because I feel, I don't know, maybe I was trying to say like maybe food is sometimes a waste when it comes to it. Maybe it's because like there's some places where I go, the food is not as awesome as mm-hmm. I would have wanted. Right. So I felt like I would just waste my moving, my, my money on that. I always say, depending on like... If you go to like a high end restaurant, obviously good food is gonna cost good money. But I don't think that's always necessary because you can always. So the other day I was introduced to Jamaican food. Okay. And we did like, I think half a chicken, the rice, the cabbage, and the best. Mind you, I've never had what they're called beef patties. But depends on where you go, how much you're willing to spend, and if you know the good spots for good food. If you go down to like, I don't know. I feel like the quaff has decent food. It's a little bit ghetto, but the food is decent, right? You go somewhere like, oh my gosh, who has the worst brunch? Uh, Drunken Worm, which is a bar. Mm, I've been there. Food. Like stick to your drinks. Right. For brunch anyways. I've never been there for like lunch or dinner, but for brunch, you're best with just like scrambled eggs and bacon. That's something that would not be worth your money. That that would be best invested in alcohol. So, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think you should ever correlate wasting food or wasting money on food, mm-hmm. especially if it's good quality food. Right. And that's what I like saying is like um, referencing back to Ratatouille is that when Ego ate the Ratatouille and he ended up going back to his childhood when his mom made him his favorite food, it's like... I want to be able to do that. And I felt like I had that I had that at one point where it took me back to, like, my grandma's, like, when she made her tamales or something. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. I want to continue eating it. It just, it sounds, it just sounds amazing. But I haven't had that. And I just feel like when I don't have that, it's just a waste. 
this thing, you know? <laughs> so what was the whole point of the story again? Remind me, because... Good. You have to search for the good food. We have to search for it, is what, I guess, what I'm saying. It's it's out there, and I guess... Italy has good food. That, <laughs> I can guarantee you, Italy probably has better food than Tennessee, so... Hmm. You, you could be right. You could, well, just you know, just take me with you. Just leave the fur baby. Here. That is something that I would. I always wanted to do though. Is like um, in the movie Cars. You know how they have. I think it's Route sixty six. Mm-hmm. I want to go down Route sixty six, and it's probably a dying commodity. But just stop by like all those little mom and pop shops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and just experience that going from clear pretty much the road that takes you all the way across the United States. That mm. that would be a trip. That would be something fun, that to, would do. Be fun to do. Like as a girls trip or just like a group of friends type trip. I love road tripping. Mm. Like I like I would rather road trip than fly. I mean, I know it's longer in the car, but and I mean, flying is just more of a short type of commute, but I would love just to tra- like just to road trip. I think it just depends on who you go with. Right. Because if you go with somebody who's going to, you know, always complain or always say that they're uncomfortable or just be boring or just want to sleep, then you're not going to enjoy the road trip. I wonder if we have one of those in our group. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to think about it. You, you, you are followers. Let us know. Let us know if you have anybody like that who you can be on a trip with. Right. In a car anyways. You can take a plane. Amtrak. Yeah, well. With this, like, would you be able to take an Amtrak trip with one of your friends who you know is annoying? No. No. Definitely not. I mean, we could we could travel together. It'd be in two separate areas of the train. Like, I'm going to enjoy my side over here. Yes, for my, sure. The, the sad thing about, like, when we go to Colorado, it's like, dang, I'm, gonna, I'm about to be confined in a car for eight plus hours with these people. Like, let my ass sleep. Exactly. Don't talk to me. I don't care if the music is blasting. I'll put some earmuffs on. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Place your AirPods in. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to your TV show. Plus, I hate, I hate, which is funny that I say I want to go try the Route 66, but I hate traveling in a car. Really? Anything over 30 minutes to me is just, it takes too long. <laughs> Olathe. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> Olathe is 23 minutes. 24. Sometimes without traffic. Right. The Analia soccer practice in Parkville is 30 minutes. Anything outside of that, mm, it's now, not is worth that it. Pass, like, past stadiums, right? Parkville? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I use Google Maps for everything. Oh, Literally yes. everything. <gasps> Welcome to America. <laughs> in Italy, we don't use Google Maps. <laughs> I, suck at, <laughs> I suck at directions. I do. I suck at directions. Don't ask me how to get from one place to another. You'll end up in freaking China. Like... <laughs> No, Literally. no, I suck at giving directions for sure. I, uh, I do. I use Google Maps every day. Never fails without fail. Okay. So when you ask me if it's past the state, I don't know. Is it? Look it up. Google it. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm weak. Mm-mm. All right. Let's go back to now that we're done with our locations. <laughs> Stop hating on me about moving to Tennessee. I mean, Nashville, I mean, um, Memphis and Tennessee. I heard okay. Memphis has some good barbecue. Okay. That's something I would want to try. All right. See, I've been wanting to go to St. Louis because I heard they have this bomb-ass Chinese food. I heard they have good Chinese food, too. See, and I want to go there just solely for the Chinese food. Like, I, you could forget about Six Flags, <laughs> the Arch, the damn Riverwalk, but I'm just, I want to try it. And uh, what was that lady's name? She was on Oprah. She for her on, Chinese food? No, for, it was like her pie. It was, uh, 
Mrs. Pete's Pies or something like that. I don't know. She was on Oprah. She had a show on, on OWN for Oprah, too. And I was just like, that might be something good to go check out. Like, forget the zoo. All, like, other stuff. I just want to go there. <laughs> for the, the day, food. The, day, <laughs> the moment that they open, I would be like, let me, let me just sit here all day. I would sit there, be able to watch my TV show, and go from there. But, yes. Definitely would like to go ahead and try all that. Now we, oh, let's get back to your topic on on eight weeks oh for maternity leave. so we're going all the way back i'm gonna look up some statistics because i know i'm not crazy here about maternity leave because i heard that now because before men did not were not able to get maternity leave now i hear like with my job they allow them up to like 90 days so like what three months to use all that time but they're able to separate it out okay so here it goes the countries that provide the most paid paid is the key word because nine times out of ten if you take maternity leave in the united states it's going to be unpaid so paid maternity leave is the czech republic 28 weeks okay which is hungry half a year right is, is 20 year? no because no, it's, it's oh you know yeah it's more than half a year because it's there's 25 weeks there's, There's 52, 52 weeks, weeks in a year. year. Yeah. Cut that in half at 25. So about half, six months. Cut that in half, it's 26. Yeah. You said 25. Oh, did I? My bad. <laughs> Again, the United States. So yeah. And then Hungary is 24 weeks, which is five months. Canada, 17 weeks. Spain and Romania, 16 weeks. Now, we go into the United States. Of America. The good old U.S. of A. The, the place where you want to live forever and ever. Forever and ever. So they passed. So mind you, they had to pass an act. It's called the FMLA Act. Requires 12 weeks. But here, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Unpaid leave. Annually. For newborns or newly adopted children. If they work for a company of 50 or more employees. So essentially, if you work for a mom and pop shop and you have a child, they are not obligated to give you maternity leave. They are not. The mom and pop pop are going to not be able to get their money. Only one of them is going to be able to work. I mean, I understand that. Trust. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you want me to pop out this kid? I'm still bleeding. You want me to come back to work? Mm Mm-hmm. You already have to wait eight weeks before you can do anything, including sexual activity. And yet you want me to, at six weeks, come back to work? In stock. But you know what's sad, Fino, is that there are parents who don't financially prepare to go on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. So they're forced to go back at four, six, or the eight-week mark because they don't have Think about the luxury of doing 28 weeks off. But look at it now. It's like people weren't... Um, weren't even planning for this pandemic to be as well. People had to go into their savings. So let alone, uh-huh. like, what if you were pregnant during that time? Mm-hmm. You had to go into your savings, lose your job. What if you didn't have savings? Because that is even a then. big chunk of the majority of the United of the United States. Right. It's people don't have a savings account. People don't have money tucked away for a rainy day. Exactly. You know? And that, I think that also falls back with how our um, system really treats the poor. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad. The rich get richer and the poor get poor. And the middle class just stay suffering. Yep. It's just super crazy. 
Um, I was gonna Which get, we shouldn't even have a middle class, but that's neither here nor there. But if you, I mean, if you really think about it, do we really have a middle class? We, I mean, you, like you said, the rich get rich and the poor get poor. I just right. feel like we're just. Some there is are, no middle class. Some of us are just on the borderline. Because those that they one. consider middle class, you can ask them how far could you get with your savings. A lot of people will tell you maybe one paycheck. Yeah. Because that's considered, I'm considered middle class with how much I make. Right. And yet I still struggle to pay bills and put food on the table. Right. But I'm considered middle class. But also I'm not considered poor. Right. Like when you think about it and you think about like um, us and our culture, like Latinos and I'm just like mainly just focus more on Latinos. Like when people of other cultures listen here, like, oh, you're Latinos. I go, oh, do your uncles and uncle and your aunts live with you? Like, do you feel like the way that we are, our families or our uncles or just our culture itself decided just to live with each other because of that case is that we're able to, because we do have kids and we do have to feed them. That'll be better if we broke it into two, like if we split it to two, three, four. So I, I personally think, I mean, cause you're coming from a family of seven, right? Like I'm um, just kids. Like that's not including your mom and your mom and your dad. Right. And so I can only imagine. So are you saying that we mass reproduce? Is that what you're saying? Or I guess I'm not understanding. My question is more of, do you think the reason why people, when they when we say, oh, we're Hispanic or we're Latinos, and they go, oh, you must have a really big family. Does your family live with you? Like, I'm not just saying like you as your seven siblings, your mom and dad. I'm saying you, your seven siblings, plus your uncle. Okay, I see what you're saying. I Okay, so I think that that doesn't necessarily have to do with the fact that you come from a big family. I think that stems back from the fact that when Hispanics came to the United States, it was a really big discrimination against them, Mm -hmm. including renting to them. So Mm -hmm. if one person got lucky enough to be rented to, then they kind of all stuck together and they all lived in that one small space or small compartment. Now, though, I think it's a little bit trickier that there's so much like a big group of people that live together in an apartment or house because of undocumented a lot of people don't have the necessary paperwork to go out and get a house or go out and get an apartment. So, you know, the person that has the social or has the luck to get the house, obviously family is going to stick with family. Right. You're going to come live with me. Right. But I do understand what you're saying that a, a lot of people say or hear, you know, Latinos or, you know, Latinx, and they think big families they think you know 10 11 12 13 14 plus people mm-hmm. um i do think it's a culture thing i think it, it is kind of like so you don't think it's expected more of a money thing? oh no 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 i don't think it's a money thing at all okay i don't think it's a money thing do you you think it's a money thing i thought it was more i had it back in my head as one of the reasons would be a money thing only because like you said most um, most of the people who would live would be undocumented. Right. They're not getting paid the amount that they should be getting paid. Right. Is that they're always, they're every, like, they're always finding work, either if it's on the side of the rose selling roses um, or fruit. I think that's true with young men. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it's true with, with definitely young men because, you know, it's, it's a lot easier on them financially to, you know, split the rent five or six ways 
than it is on just one person. And plus, nine times out of ten, they're sending money back to their countries. Okay. So I think I think going to follow up with like, yeah. I think you're saying it with men, but look at you. You're a single mother of two and a fur baby. Right. And you have your own place. Right. Like I'm not. I guess I'm not trying to speak out to the universe and go like, okay, well you're not getting any help from your from your baby daddy. I'm just more <laughs> of a way of like we've come up. We've come. Up. I'm just more saying that, like, if, like, what's the difference between the logic of a dollar to a man than it is to a woman? Because you're saying they could, this could be, this is a two bedroom apartment. Because I feel like a woman could take a dollar and turn it into a full four course meal. Okay. I feel like the woman knows the value of it. Not saying a man doesn't, but I feel like a woman can get more worth out of a dollar. Okay. A man, if you give a man a dollar, if he's not wise, he'll want to spend it. You give a woman a dollar, and she'll be like, "Let's invest it, mm-hmm. or let's let's turn around and let's 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 buy some eggs. With those eggs, we'll go around and we'll start selling some meals to people. Let's let's make a little bit of money. Let's hustle a little bit." So let's not gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like in that case, yeah, for sure. I feel like, and 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 if you look at a lot of households, especially me that I work in, like finance for. Uh, the oral surgery company that I work for, you know, I tell the men that come in without their wives, Hey, your, you know, your treatment plan's going to be $1,400. You want to go ahead and, you know, get that started. Let's do it. Oh no, I got, I got to go home and talk to the missus. I, she deals with that. She deals with the money. She deals. I hear that honestly, three or four times out of the week. I feel like it's very rare when you hear a man say, like, I deal with the finances. Right, exactly. Like, the women deal with the bills. The women deal with the, you know, the finances. They know what you can and cannot afford. So, yeah, I, I, going back to what I was saying earlier, I, it, it is common for young men to live together, you know, of, you know, Latino or Hispanic culture. Um, which, and, you know, women might do it too, but they're going to be living bigger and better. Right. They're not going to live in a one-bedroom apartment with six people. They're right. going to be living in a like, freaking condo or something. Even to this day, like, I like I look at my mom and just like, I only remember her. I'm not saying that she never probably, it never probably happened, but I I've only remember her crying once. And it was at a time when I was in high school. And at this point, she had three kids and it was just herself. Like, we lived in a house. Like, I've, I've never lived in an apartment setting. Mm-hmm. We've always lived in a house. And so I always, like, it's, and I know that we should really appreciate our mothers all year round, 365 days, depending on what year it is, because February has an extra day. <laughs> Leap but, year. Leap year does. And it's like, but it's it's so crazy because, like, I hope I don't get emotional saying it, but I just feel like she is like really a superhero because mm-hmm. she went through raising three kids. Like I feel like even now to this day, like I still go to my mom. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but I still go with her. Like, yo, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? Oh, I do. I definitely. I still hit up my dad <laughs> all the time. And so it's just like, but it's just super weird. Like how you said that a dollar, like they're going, they're going to go buy a carton of eggs and sausage and tortillas. Right. And they are going to go get those ingredients and they're going to go sell them and they're going to make profit off of it. Right. And so it just amazes me like how far my mom has come with raising three kids. Like she's not even in with her last one. Like my brother is 17 years old. Like he's about a year, two years before he starts branching out Mm -hmm. to do his own little thing. Right. But it just amazes me like how far and how hard she's worked throughout these 20, almost 30 years with having kids, you know? And it, I don't know. It just amazes me with her. And I think for the I think for the most part, 
most mothers, I won't say all because we do have those, you know, special cases, but most <laughs> mothers, cases. yes, like you hear about these mothers who mistreat their kids yeah. or, you know, mothers who kill their kids or, you know, just, just things like that. But anyways, going back, um, is they have like this innate instinct to just want to protect and want to make sure that their kids are fine. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. Like, I can go without eating, but my kids, they're going to be fed. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And I can't wait to actually have that moment or have that episode where we talk to, maybe not, maybe just talk to um, us, like people who are different, like who are fathers, but. Uh, and like, like a single father a single, versus a yeah, single mother? Exactly. And figure out that, like, how do you mix up your time from your baby mama to Mm -hmm. where your kid, like, do you, like, maybe find a father who has full custody, like, who has the full custody. That's a touchy subject. A father that has full custody, that's a touchy subject. Full custody, I would say soul custody, like, still being able to see the the mom and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but that's still a touchy subject because then you sit there and you wonder because for a judge to take away the kids from the mother. Well, not even, not every case is taking it away. Some cases just like they're being like, okay, well, you can definitely have it. You can, you can have the. Right, right, right. So that's, I mean, then you, then you think, well, what kind of person did I procreate with? That's okay with giving up their rights as a mother. Right. So that's a, that's a, that's a touchy subject. That's, it's, it's it's, it's, it's definitely something that will start a conversation and get people thinking in their head, like. You're like, not every man is a deadbeat. Oh, because no, no. I, I totally agree with that. Like, I, I've experienced, I'm experiencing it firsthand, uh, what it is to see a part-time parent and what it is to see a full-time parent that's not with uh, the mother of their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a complete, it's, it's an eye-opener for sure. Mm-hmm. If I were to ask Dad A... You know, the one that's a full-time parent, but it's not with the mother of their kids. You know, what's the name of your kid's dentist, doctor, teacher? He'd probably be, be able to list all three. If I were to ask that B, the part-time parent that gets the kid every other weekend, he probably couldn't tell you the right. name of their dentist or when their next dentist appointment is or when their next doctor's appointment is, where do they go to the doctor? What's, What's the doctor's name? Like, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's eye-opening because you can see the effort that's put forth on both ends. Mm-hmm. And it's a little saddening, too, because it's easier for Dad B, I feel like, to slip through the cracks and not hold as much responsibility when you have a mom, case in point, a mom like me who holds down the fort. I'm not saying I'm perfect by no means of the imagination. But my kids are never hungry. They know they're loved. They're well taken care of. And when you have someone like that, that you know your kids are safe every night, you tend to just be like, ah, she got it. Mm-hmm. I don't got to worry about it. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, she's cool. See my kids every other month. Ah, oh, that's 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 all right. That's cool. That's cool. That's all, that's cool. you know, mm-hmm. and it, and it and it can be a little frustrating for sure because you brought this kid into the world with a whole other person, and when they're only pulling thirty percent of the weight, if that, it gets heavy. It gets heavy. It gets it gets tiresome. It gets very tiresome, mm-hmm. for sure. 
Makes sense. Because I was going to actually say um, is that, I mean, personally, like with how you spoke, because I, I don't feel like you would have an explanation to how a good father is to a father who isn't there, but you actually do. Like, you you're exper- you were experiencing like cold hand and then you your father loves you oh i'm spoiled like, and it's, like, <laughs> it's crazy because there's are there's kids like myself or uh, adult kids like myself who wish they had that right like, yeah I, I mean i'm not trying to say that i've never i don't like i never knew my father <laughs> but i knew i knew my father and like yeah. yeah there were those bad times those bad cases but mm-hmm. at the end i just feel like there could have been more like if right. you if you were here and weren't out doing curricular activities, it would be so better. Right. That's how I think about it. Yeah, for sure. I think anybody who knows me, especially anybody close to me and has met my dad, knows the type of relationship that I have with my dad. For sure. He's... Urba. (laughs) (laughs) He's, uh, yeah, he's the one I call to when I have issues and problems. I'll be calling him up for some dumb stuff like, hey, dad, you know, this, this, and this. Oh, uh-huh, exactly. Don't <laughs> forget about it. So, um, a couple months ago, I was at my parents' house, and he has an older smart TV. It's still a smart TV, but it was like one of the first smart TVs that ever came out. The one and I was the like, back. No, no, no. I mean, he had that one. He had one of the first flat screen, like flats, but with the long back. But I'm right. talking about the smart TVs, the one okay. that had all the apps on it. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. I get what and you're so I go there and, uh, I'm scrolling. I'm like, oh, I want to watch, you know, HBO Max. Well, his TV didn't have that app because it was so old. I was like, oh, no. So I go online. I order him a fire stick. And my sister Zena sets up the fire stick for him. And I get a phone call a couple days ago. And he goes, oye, mija, ¿cómo se llama esa cosa que me compraste? And I'm like, the fire stick? The, ¿cómo? The fire stick? And like, no, the dad. fire stick? <laughs> I can't even mimic him. I said, the fire stick, dad. I said, and then I was like, fuego palo. Oh, sí, fire stick. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said, why? He's like, oh, le estaba diciendo la contadora. Okay, I watch all these shows for free. Get free. Uh, I, said, free. I said, dad, <laughs> I said, dad, it ain't free. I pay for it. Oh, see? I'm like, yes, I pay for the HBO, the stars, the Netflix, the para Hulu. Es gratis, pero para mí no. <laughs> he was like, oh, yo pensé que era gratis. I was like, yeah, it's free for you, not free for me. <laughs> but it's just like, it's like little moments like that that just like crack me up. And, you know, he'll have me do some random stuff. And I'm just like, what are you going to do if I, if I leave one day? Like, if I just disappear (laughs) if i up and go to italy like who's gonna pay your credit card payment like who's gonna do this for you who's gonna do that for you he's gonna Uh, call you at three (laughs) o'clock but at the same time like all these things that i do for my dad you know if i get a flat tire he doesn't hesitate to come pick me up Mm -hmm. you know if you know something happens to my car like my car damaged uh, at the beginning of last year and i didn't have a way to get to and from work like my dad was the one that drove me to and from work and i bet he had to go to work too huh oh yeah yeah but that's the that's the perk of working for yourself is that you can right. do whatever the hell you want. But yeah, he's gonna have a good system too. Oh yeah, like not just like family wise, but like friends. Yeah, Definitely. I think there's a handful of people that I feel like I can count on whenever shit hits the fan. Yeah, because my dad tried or is trying to get back into my life, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like it's already been 29 years, and all of a sudden you had an epiphany. Like 
I know the Lord works in mysterious ways and he brings people in and out of your life, but I'm just like, uh, at some moments I'm just like, I already grown up. Like, yeah, I no longer need you. Right. But it's, I feel like it's a touchy, it's so much of a touchy subject because he wants, he's like, he wants to do all that again, but it's more of like, okay, do I want to take the time and have this type of relationship? Cause it's, I don't know. It's super weird. Like you don't need it, but do you want it? Right, and that's why I feel like I'm just, like, I'm pulling back and forth. Like, do I want this relationship with my father? Do I feel that I need him to move forward in my life? Because, I mean, at this at this time and moment, I don't even feel like he needs to meet his nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you, like you, you done lost your time. I'm not his nieces and nephews. His his grandkids. His grandkids, yeah. And I'm just like, I, like, even at this point, I'm just like, I don't, I don't even think you deserve all that. But um, that's just my thing. The other stuff will be another another. <laughs> this is a topic for a different day. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, okay, so much how do you leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think for the first, we made it to the 53 minutes, yeah. 52 maybe after some editing, but I think for the first one we did we did pretty well. We there did was well. some mean, glitches. We did ramble a little bit, but that's the first episode. We don't really have set topics. Right. Um. At the end of every episode, though, we'll talk about what we'll uh, bring up at the next sit down. I guess you could call it session. <laughs> but yeah, most definitely, we def. I mean, I hope that people were able to get more of a a big idea of who we are as separate people, right? You know, yeah. a mother, just a regular single guy looking for. And Being a mother does not define me, Fino. I'm just saying. It's just an idea for what, like, who you are as a person. Right, but like, being a mother I, is not who I, I am as a person. <laughs> I'm a multi. I'm a multifaceted person. Being a mother does not define me. You know what I mean. It's not a. It's not a personality trait. No, it's not. Even a resume. <laughs> it's not even a resume. No, it doesn't. Mother, unfortunately, mother it does not too. go on my resume. No, but. Dang. Um, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. This is the first episode of Man in the Milf. This will be tuning tuning in it. Eh? This will be airing every Thursday, 8.30 to 9.30 Central Standard Time. Just check us out on our platforms. Again, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on... We're on pretty much every platform: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, this will be airing on Apple and Spotify, and then once Fino gets it going, we will eventually be on TikTok. Okay, so yep, definitely check us out. Find us, look us up, like us, follow us. Just follow us. Follow <laughs> us. Um, listen to us. We definitely will be keeping up with everything in regards to. Um, posting just making sure that you guys follow us again 